I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we've started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Did you see something bad? That's the one line I, I always remember from this movie. <laughs> I saw something good. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, right. Well, we have a disagreement then. No, I'm just kidding. I actually really like this movie. Good. Spoiler good. alert. <laughs> and we're done. That's not perfect. That like, was the gift. <laughs> yeah, that's the gift. We talked about it. Sorry. That's, that's all you get. He liked it. I liked it. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> go watch it. There you go. <laughs> It's good, you know. It's not perfect, it's good. but it's it's got a lot of a lot of good stuff in it. But when it gets to the courtroom stuff, I'm kind of like I zone out a little oh, bit. Oh god! But, uh, yeah, they could have probably sped that up a bit. Just have like a little montage, yeah. you know. He said yeah. that, she said that. We find out this. Do it in like three minutes. Yeah. We're out. Right. I did forget that this was written by B- Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What? That's crazy. Just like uh, what lies beneath, written by Clark Gregg. Like yeah, these people, these you don't, actors. You don't think about yeah. Writing movies, doing, doing these wonderful little early two thousand thrillers. Yeah, it's a good year for gals and ghosts. I think so. Yeah, it's a, one of our our favorite subgenres. Yeah, you bet it is. Bet your bottom That's dollar, good. Mister. Uh, Two dollars, even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, this movie made like nothing, while What Lies Beneath made a ton. This made. That's interesting. Well, it made a little bit, but it made. 44 million against a 10 million dollar budget which i guess at least four times its budget but didn't what lies beneath I mean, make like i don't remember how much it made it made a lot I three like. zillion yeah because even i'm pretty even sure it played the, for that entire summer yeah uh, almost 300 million dollars yeah. yeah good god yeah that is pretty impressive <laughs> yeah it's now, pretty good it cost a hundred million dollars to make the movie, but still, oh well, yeah, yeah. still Whereas, pretty impressive though. <laughs> yeah, this movie was made for ten million dollars, which is kind of impressive considering all the the stars that are in it and yeah, everything else. Like yeah. Blumhouse money. Yeah, there's some big names in here too for, for the time, anyway. Yeah, big yeah. names, huge, yeah. huge, huge. <laughs> <laughs> no Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts in this, unfortunately, in this. but. <laughs> If this had been made like she a decade earlier, available. yeah, she would have been the Katie Holmes character like a decade before this. If this was made oh, before. totally with much less nudity though. Yes, yo, yeah, she was a, a tasteful gal. That was kind of like the big takeaway from this movie at the time was, oh my god, Katie Holmes, WB star, Katie Holmes shows her mm-hmm. breasts. Shocking. Yeah. She was trying to break shocker. out of her mold because she played the. The good girl, Joey Potter on Dawson's Creek around this time and trying to show she could do some other things, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, showing some so other she things, broke but... out of her blouse. That's what she did. <laughs> she broke out two very important things. And... Yeah. <laughs> like, get a look at those egg rolls, Mr. Goldstone. <laughs> I think a lot of people in this movie are kind of playing against type. Even Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. is usually kind of the nicer guy. And, and here he's yeah. a dick, like terrible asshole character yeah i've always heard he's like a super nice guy in real life and so to see him play a part like this is kind of delicious you yeah. know because he, he actually yeah. does a great job i mean the character's like a little like super villainy like kind of like twirling that mustache like they yeah. just they 
they're like, not only does he beat his wife, he's also a racist. He's also right. a crazy Christian. He's also like all these things. They just like pile it on. Everything. Like, he's got a rebel flag on on his car. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's yeah. just all these things yeah. they keep mm-hmm. adding on. Almost like hurt hurts a kid. Like it's just it's a lot of yeah. stuff. It's you yeah. Know. And uh, Hillary Swank randomly is in this. Doesn't get a lot to do. But Very random here. part, but she has one of the worst wigs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know the hair is terrible. <laughs> the hair is so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> like I like the first time they introduce her. Like you're supposed to be looking at her uh, black eye, and I'm like I can just see her hair. Oh, I could. Like, I was like this hair. <laughs> it's so bad. Choices. Choices. A lot of good choices uh, in this movie. And uh, good role for Greg Kinnear. We'll get into it. But uh, yeah, also I, against I like type it. I like a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I like, like it. At first, you're like typical part for Greg Kinnear, and you're like, right. never mind. Right. So, never mind. There's more to this story. They do a pretty good job keeping you guessing. I don't remember the first time I watched this if I was like surprised, but like it's yeah, it's either. not entirely clear until late in the movie what's going on. So that's that's a plus, I think. Yeah, I think this is the third time I've seen this, and I didn't remember much about the first viewing when I saw it for the second time. I didn't yeah. remember much about the second viewing when I watched it this time. So it's one of mm-hmm. one of those movies where I can't say it's completely memorable in the details of everything, details. but you re- yeah. remember certain performances or scenes. It's, it's yeah, I agree with that. It's the performances. It's the aesthetic. I love the Southern Gothic. Oh yeah, elements Always of it all, and and the kind of almost like I don't know Civil War esque scoring with like these violins and you know um, it reminds me of True Blood that scoring on the first season of that very similar and uh, yeah and and these really cool sequences that Sam Raimi is always good at like just halfway through the movie where she does she's just walking through in the dream and uh, what is she she's by the swamps and everything and everything's uh, there's randomly this fiddler player there fiddle which player is, fiddle, fiddle, fiddle player who is um, uh, Danny Elfman, apparently. I didn't know. But... Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so quick. I couldn't even tell. I couldn't even. It, it was in IMDb when I was looking up random trivia. What? Oh, so seriously, everybody's in this movie. Yeah, everybody's Truly. here. Even uh, Danny JK... Elfman with his little fiddle. Dan, yeah, D- J.K. Simmons, Rosemary Harris, everybody's oh, here. Oh, absolutely. Gary Cole. Yeah, now, the, 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 the Rosemary Harris role is another one that's kind of like, did we need it? <laughs> not really it's like this sort of like grandmother willow coming to be like hello darling you yeah. have the power bye mm-hmm. and that's it i'm like did we need it it was it also necessary? very very true blood-esque there yeah the grandma that just like randomly is there yeah it's uh that's a choice and then she went into spider-man like right after this so maybe she was just <laughs> yeah. already already casting that and he was like hey come on over and we'll do that yeah i don't know it's possible i like working with you rosemary let's yeah, have some fun she's, she's a great actress yeah Oh, absolutely. One of the best. Uh, Kim Dickens gets a fun a couple lines oh, in this. she's fun in this as Linda, the, the floozy friend. The I love... Floozy fr- I love a floozy friend. <laughs> I love a she's, floozy friend. She's I've had the... many in my life. They're yes, good people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a circus? <laughs> <laughs> she's the Julianne Moore-esque friend. Who, oh, wow. Absolutely. Uh, does not does not try to save the day unfortunately but no she stays away from greenhouses and creepy swamps yeah she kind of just disappears in the second half of the movie like she's yeah, not really there at all mm. yeah she's just like kind of in the courtroom scenes just being like you go annie and that's about it i mean it's mm-hmm. not really yeah. much for her to do after that yeah yeah it's a shame but i mean that's kind There's... of the same with diana scarwood and 
what lies beneath too. I mean, she does have that one kind of important scene at the end where she's like, yeah. I saw your husband with another woman, but that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. They don't know what to do with the floozies in these movies. They're like, oh, they oh, don't. we've had enough floozying in act one <laughs> and two. Let's just keep them out of three. Like, just why? pull back the floozy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't support that. Like I'd like to see them come back in at the end of the film with, with, with like a big bottle of wine and they're, and yeah. they're like, Hey girl, just want to yeah. have a little powwow. Oh my God. There's exactly. blood everywhere. What happened? Just bring I, it back in for that. I think that, yeah, that's what I like about this and what lies beneath is like they're, the horror elements aren't always like the most amazing, but like the fact that it's just about kind of women living their lives and, mm. uh, you know, middle-aged women just you know trying to raise kids and uh, uh, just, you know, trying to find themselves and figure, figure out yeah. life in, in this one, she's lost her husband and that's trying to rebuild her life in that sense. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting in that regard. It's, they're, they're almost more like character TV movie type things, like something you'd see in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned that when we were talking about what lies beneath. So, um, absolutely. That's cool. I like I that. Love. Like, any news lately? Well, I don't know if, if you've heard, but I am <laughs> shocked. I am shocked that the new Ariel in The Little Mermaid is not white and redheaded. Oh my god! I don't know what I'm gonna do. Think of my children. My children are gonna grow up seeing this horrible, horrible example. People are losing their minds, and they need to just like jump out of a window instead because I mean, they're ridiculous. We already had a black Cinderella like 25 years ago. Why are you throwing a fit now? And like, we survived. Just, just, you know, we survived. And thrived we thrived because of it. Fact, we thrived. Yeah. It was it was awesome, and you know that's right. And ridiculous. Houston, I mean, like, it's the a best. fantasy. It yeah, is a, it's about a mermaid. People, do they exist in the real world? No, they do not. Calm down. It's 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 a thing. Everybody's the, the new Lord of the Rings show. Everybody's freaking out about that too because there's black oh. people, black elves, and black hobbits. And I'm hell? just like, calm the I mean, fuck down. Just like I mean, let they're people. Elves. I know they're, they're hobbits, mystical <laughs> creatures. Here. What what do you want? <laughs> Not gritty realism here. This Ugh. is a fantasy. Come on, folks. I say yay for diversity. <laughs> Yay yeah, for why not? all of this, you know? Yeah. Well, there's uh, uh, that new movie Barbarian out, which I've not seen, but is getting have, raves from I've everybody in the world, apparently. I've heard very good things about, so yes. I'm hope- hopefully the hype is not too much, and then I go see it. And then... I know. I'm so scared about that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to just be sitting there with my arms crossed the whole time, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You people lied yeah. to me. I actually had a productive weekend. I watched three oh. movies from this year. <gasps> Two of which you've what? seen. One of them, I don't know if you've seen, but uh, I watched Watcher finally, which I liked. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, fantastic. There were stretches where it lost me a little bit, and I was just like kind of out of it. But overall, I thought it was quite good, and I liked Micah a lot. Um, oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, it was it was it was quite good. I don't know. Uh, I like the, the like you said, it has a very Polanski apartment trilogy vibe mm-hmm. to it. Um, almost more uh like repulsion and even though i don't like the tenant like it has some of the like the immigration vibes that that one does have yeah you know um, like the good parts of the movie <laughs> yes the good the good elements of it <laughs> yeah. yes so that's good but yeah it was it was quite good and the suspense was great and uh yeah uh uh it's creepy it was it was yeah they got got under my skin a little bit there um it, so had a, a a woman being gaslit which is like you know it happens all the time and uh you know, yeah. it's a, it's a tried and true thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally months later sat down and watched X, which was great. Ooh. 
Yay. I thought it was pretty great. You know, I mean, I'm so I happy did, you liked it. Again, did I love everything about it? No, but I thought it was very good. And I don't know. I had heard some comparisons to Texas Road, Texas Roadsaw Massacre. Like, every time I will say that. <laughs> the Roadsaw Massacre. Every time it's going to be that because of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Not the road song. That's a little in joke, folks. Go back uh, about a, ninety episodes or so, and you'll figure. It out. Um, I'll never be able to look at that fucking movie the same again. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, I was a little nervous at first because I'm like, oh, is this just gonna be like a copy, and you know, I'm not gonna like it because it trying too hard to be this thing. And um, I thought he, th- he threaded a pretty good. What do you say? I don't know. Like he found a good way of making it feel fresh while still mm-hmm. uh you know bringing in elements from the past and um the kind of grindhouse exploitation type, type stuff like that um i thought it was interesting how only the the film within a film was shot to look kind of like the 70s and everything else was a little mm-hmm. more recent ish looking like he didn't shoot it like house of the devil where it was like right uh, looking like exactly like that which was that was okay i got initially i was like i don't know if i like this but then I, as the movie went i got more into that yeah i don't want to spoil anything for folks who haven't seen these movies but yeah uh i i liked it a lot and i know you liked it so it's out there oh, i'm looking absolutely. forward to the, the prequel now because oh uh, i can't wait i can't wait to see pearl strut her stuff it's gonna be great oh i can't believe we're getting two movies like this in the same yeah, year in the it's same like year. how lucky are we i mean really yeah in these dark it's actually times it's been a really great year for horror i've enjoyed it's, it's just about everything i've it's seen been, yeah it yeah it's been pretty solid um and the last one i watched was nope have you seen it yet i have yeah okay it's all right it was, it was all right. fine i yeah. i don't know if i liked it more or less than us i actually had some issues with yeah. us that maybe some people didn't but i I think maybe because I knew that us didn't totally satisfy me and had kind of some narrative things at the end, I, I went in expecting that from Nope. And I think I enjoyed it mm-hmm. more as a result because I was like, okay, this is not going to oh, yeah. necessarily fulfill me in the, in the narrative sense. But um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a cool, again, I don't want to spoil anything for, pe- for, pre- for people, but like the, the monster was interesting, something different that I've never seen, like in a horror movie before. So that was, at least he tried something with that. Um, oh yeah. But then there's stuff, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's this monkey that, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What is this monkey? I don't... (laughs) It's weird because, to me, the monkey is probably the scariest part of the movie. But it also doesn't really matter in the long run. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. It's so... So I'm torn because I'm like, this is probably the best part of the movie for me. And yet, I don't feel like it connects with the rest of the movie around it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, so I'm, it's like, a, like one of those weird things where I, I don't know how to really feel about it. I, I think he's trying to be air more towards the kind of David Lynchian style filmmaking where I'm just going to throw whatever Maybe I want so. onto the screen and then people yeah. can read whatever they want into it. I guess it works for some people and some people, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think David Lynch commits to it more. Like it's just like entire films are just like, what the fuckery? Whereas this, it's like, it yeah. was just random bits here and there. We're like, I don't understand why right. this is happening here, you know? Uh, yeah i think if 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 you're gonna do that style the whole thing needs to be pretty weird and surreal whereas this movie is pretty grounded in the sense that the characters are pretty decent i thought kiki palmer was fantastic she was good she was good yeah um but it's it's just it's yeah it's not it's surreal but not that kind of surreal yeah by the end of it it's like 
fairly straightforward and like it's kind of just a monster movie by the end of the movie like and uh that's fine uh but yeah it's it's hard just to know how to read some of the stuff that happens i don't know uh yeah but it was okay yeah it was all right Uh, it was he has not made like a bad movie yet so you know no i don't think so yeah so uh those are all out there and uh, they've been out there for a while i just finally watched them so there you go and, I uh, did finally saw... see um, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I was going to ask, yes. It was, you know, it was fine, too. It, it was, was fine, okay. okay. Right. Yeah, right. but I thought the last two minutes of, minutes of the movie were fantastic. There's <laughs> okay. a twist that's so funny. Like, I was dying out laughing. I couldn't stop. It was the funniest <laughs> ending I've seen in years. Where I, I was just like, really? This is how you're going to end the movie? This is brilliant. This is so great. <laughs> Um, but the, the the rest of the movie is it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not really it doesn't work that well as a mystery to really work as a mystery movie. And mm-hmm. the comedy is kind of sometimes it's funny, but most of the time it's not that funny. And so like there, there there's a, a few good lines, but it's not consistently funny enough to work as a comedy e- either. Yeah. So it's just like one of those weird like in between ones where there's some good some good parts and. But most of the time, I was just like, okay, who is she again? Who is he? What are gotcha. their names? What do they do? I was just confused by everybody. I, I didn't really connect with any of the characters. And it's very darkly shot. So it's like, it's people with like flashlights and like glow sticks. It's all basically shot like that in a storm. So half the time, you can't really see their faces. Every movie. And you're like, like I don't know who this is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know who is encouraging this, but it's, 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 it's terrible. Uh, you know, it's I, natural I, and realistic, you know, I tried to sit down and watch, I tried to sit down and watch the new Batman movie, which it's fucking, I'm not even going to get into it, but it, it, I can't see it. Like I cannot see anything. It is just. <laughs> so did you like, really watch it? If you can't see it, you I, know, yeah, like... did I even see it? I, I, I don't remember what happens in any of it. So <laughs> if a film is shot in the dark, is it really a film at all? I don't know. Yeah. Is it, does it exist? Who knows? <laughs> it does seem like horror movies are at least starting to have a little more levity again, which I appreciate mm-hmm. because for a while there, it was like, even the, like all the A24 stuff was so fucking serious. And I'm just like, can I get some yeah. levity here? And just something that doesn't take itself completely seriously because it just doesn't feel like real life anymore to me. It's like, I know people complain mm. when there's too much humor and horror, but like when there's no humor, then I'm like, that's not real. Like people in real life yeah. are funny. Like if you're hanging out with the right people or at least like exactly. make jokes. I don't know how y'all's lives are, um, yeah. but I know for a fact that when I've been in the most traumatic moments of my life, I'm cracking jokes. The people around yeah. me are cracking jokes to make it, a little bit lighter that's the yeah. whole point and i don't know why we don't support this anymore yeah don't you want like a little bit of humor every now and then yeah it's uh, all the carpenters movies have at least some humor in them like the characters making mm-hmm. jokes every once in a while all of west craven's movies yeah. it's like this is it's just part of life you know it doesn't have to be this right. humor joke fest but like just you know throw in a little naturalistic you know humor here and there but well, and also, like, I think sometimes these days when they do throw the humor, humor and it's more at the expense of the horror. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't mix well. It's like s- someone will be s- stabbed in the face and someone will will go, holy shit, he just got stabbed in the face. And the audience will laugh because it's just taking you out of the moment instead yeah. of, you know. I agree. There's a big divide between realistic. 
a big divide between like horror and horror comedy these days, whereas mm-hmm. there used to yeah. be a little more of a in-between place that people could find, you know, it, right. it doesn't really seem to exist as much anymore, but maybe that'll change this movie we were talking about today, mm. The Gift by uh, Mr. Sam Raimi. Oh, and yes. it is, it's a little gift, you know, it's it a, is a gift. Uh, Sam was right. It was a good title. It's, it's one of his least talked about films. It seems like, um, I almost, I rarely hear people talk about this movie. What about it? What about it? There's not really much behind the scenes information on Wikipedia because nobody talks about it, but <laughs> it's a it secret, is, eh? yeah, I, I, we don't know how it was made. <laughs> uh, it was, <laughs> it was just conjured up. They just, yeah, it just, it just appeared one day out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it kind of did. If I'm remembering correctly, when this was released, yeah. it was like, here's some TV spots starts Friday. And I'm like, Oh okay. yeah. Well, he had just done a simple plan. Right. Right. Which mm-hmm. kind of has a similar vibe to this. It's more of like a thriller, so, yeah. drama, character-driven thing. Uh, Didn't Billy Bob Thornton write that too? I believe so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I know I he was so. in it too. But yeah, I know he's in it, but I can't remember. I think he did. Yeah. It was um, a strange time for him because I mean, when you think Sam Raimi, you think loud and over the top and crazy. Mm-hmm. But these two movies are very kind of subdued and quiet and sort of thoughtful. It's not really yeah. his usual shtick he was trying something a little bit different and i think that's partly why the movie was not super successful as people went in with certain yeah. expectations and they're like it's gonna be the next evil dead and yada 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 yeah. um, which <laughs> katie holmes's head's gonna explode and her eyes are right. gonna pop out and bruce right. campbell's gonna come out and shoot her with a shotgun which would have been cool I'm it would have been interesting but... don't get me i mean there's <laughs> but the guy has different you know shades of talent here he can do different things yeah you know? he's like, nuanced Right. Give it a couple years and then uh, Drag Me to Hell will be out. So yes. there you go. And that'll wet your whistle. But this was apparently based on Billy Bob Thornton's mother's apparent psychic abilities that she claimed oh. to have. So there we, ha- there we wow. go. I didn't know this was based on a true story. They, they, they should have put that on, <laughs> on, the, on the box art, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Inspired by true events. <laughs> It doesn't I mean, take much. They do that with everything. They do. <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> someone stubbed our, stubbed their toe in my movie, and now <laughs> I'm sure someone else stubbed their toe in real life. So it's now based on real events. Based on a story I heard now. from my my mom's dog walker. That's right. And She's uh, she never lies. She never lies except that one time. To prepare for this role, Kate uh, Blanchett visited five fortune tellers in one week. She got all wow. the fortunes. And one of them Damn. told her that she needed a bodyguard. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she got one or not, but that's what the portrait this movie was. or just like uh, in I general. Know. I don't know. This um, is all from IMDb trivia. So who knows? <laughs> it must be true. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact, her car is the classic, which is the Delta 88 Oldsmobile that appears in every Evil Dead movie. Oh, and... I thought it looked familiar. Something. What's she doing with Ash's car, little thief? I know. Maybe that's why she's psychic, because it like rubbed off on her. The energy from the Necronomicon mm, like, seeped into it. Interesting. I that. smell prequel. Yeah. Uh, nice little... Anybody interested in the gift requel? Yeah. Anybody? Nobody? Okay. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> you can even like... We have two people that'll watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> um... Yeah, shot over eight weeks, 
from February to March 2000 in Georgia, different places around Georgia. Let's see, critics, 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 pretty mixed here, 57%, which is not bad for the films that we cover, actually. Uh, um, Eves liked it. He called it ingenious in its plotting, colorful in its characters, taut in its direction, and fortunate in possessing Kate Blanchett. (laughs) So he liked Kate Blanchett, basically, because she was awesome. I am shocked. (laughs) That he was like, this movie's great because a woman is beautiful. (laughs) Every time. Yeah, most of these reviews are just praising the cast and the performances, which, like we said, is probably the most, you know, they sort of make this movie really. It's the the characters and the development and this sort of small, quirky town where you're trying to figure out what's going on and it's a mystery. Um, Mm -hmm. Every once in a while you get some like real balls, ballsy horror, but for the most part it plays more, it's things more kind of supernatural yeah like the horror parts really show up pretty late in the movie yeah well like an hour after a couple jump scares just like randomly in there yeah yeah there's like a whole scene that's kind of like a asian ghost movie thing with Mm -hmm. katie holmes Mm -hmm. where it's like water starts to pour out of the bathroom and kate blanchett finds her and she's all like and then she pop pops out again you're like oh my god this is a dark horror movie for a second yeah yeah (laughs) where's jennifer connelly uh, Giovanni Ribisi was nominated for an Independent Spirit Award. So, there's that. He's got uh, spirit. He does yes, have spirit. Does. Um, and he he's he freaks the fuck out in that one scene that we'll get to. It's, he's very good, good in this movie. He's very yeah. good. Yeah. I still always know him from Friends. I, I know he did other things, <laughs> but saving, saving Private Ryan, he was in that, but yeah. My sister's gonna have my baby. <laughs> what a career (laughs) (laughs) and the classic the other sister the offensive classic that is the other sister yes it's so weird to like remember when that was out and like no one really talked about it like this isn't really that offensive now like 20 years down the road it's like oh my god Ah, how is this made yeah it's so weird most most people just haven't seen it but the people that actually take that moment to actually watch it they're like oh that's why nobody like, talks oh, about dear this God. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> and now I want to watch the other sister. I'm going to yeah, do that. Just, just because. <laughs> just because. I've been inspired. <laughs> it's been 20 something years. It's probably this is time. The, gi- the gift that keeps on giving. It just. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the gift the gift gave me. <laughs> Regifter. I guess what's going on in this movie because I don't have too much behind the scenes stuff here. Oh, well, we're in Georgia. Brixton, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure if that's a real town. I don't know. I'm assuming it might just be made up for the the movie. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Um, let us know if you're if if you know about it, <laughs> listeners. And and there is a woman. Her name is Annie, and she is a fortune teller. She has like a respectable business. She has these three sons since her husband passed away, and uh, she has this sort of. A very nice clientele of repeat customers, but they don't really pay her. They just give her gifts, you know, like little mm-hmm. donations. Apparently, as we learn later on in the film, it's apparently illegal to um, take money for this gift. And so, uh, what happens is is that one of her customers is a woman named Valerie, and her husband beats on her pretty pretty badly. I mean, she has this horrible black eye when we first meet her. She hasn't really been to a good hairdresser in 25 years. It's just it's not a it's not a good t- 
time for her. She's going through some stuff. And Annie's like, you need to leave him because he's a horrible person. And he's, he's, he's going to keep doing this. And what happens is that her husband gets wind of this and he starts like coming to her house and threatening her and her kids and calling her like a witch and like a devil and throwing all kinds of lovely colorful words about other minority groups so he seems like just (laughs) a very well adjusted young man upstanding citizen Um, yeah it's just it's 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 not good and you know annie has her own problems because her her oldest kid michael i think is his name right Um, sounds right He's having problems at school. Uh, he's mm-hmm. getting into fights with kids. And um, she's called up there by the principal, Wayne. And and he explains, like, you might need to, like, send him to a therapist or something. And she's like, no. Like, we'll just, we'll talk about this on our, on our own, just with the family. And he's all like, you think that's going to work? And then all of a sudden, here comes Wayne's fiance. Jessica and uh and she is like oh are you the fortune teller lady like what do you see for us you think we're going to be really happy when we get married and Annie has like a moment where like this pencil falls off the the desk and lands at Jessica's feet and her feet are like covered in like moss and sores and nastiness and it's like surrounded by water and she's like uh I'd rather not talk about this and just like leaves. Just like, what was that? That was weird. And typical Annie. It's, of course. And, um, Annie has this friend, Linda, who, as we've mm-hmm. talked about, is kind of like the fun flues floozy. And yeah. she's like, you need to get out and come with me to the country club. They're having this big party. And miss um, Linda, the, the kids call her. Exactly. She's a Miss Linda. We've all had a Miss Linda. And uh, and so they get all dressed up and they go to this party and it's Wayne is there, too. And it seems like Annie and Wayne have like a little flirtation of sorts. But, you know, he's going to get married to Jessica. So, of course, she's not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Um, it's it's, it's then, like uh, she was married and maybe he liked her a little bit then. And then. Mm hmm. And now he's in a relationship and maybe she likes him a little bit now. And maybe they grew up together yeah. in the same same town. It seems like one of those towns that like nobody's ever left and they've all been here. Exactly. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then she decides to go to the bathroom and she accidentally like goes into the wrong door and she sees that um, Jessica is having mm-hmm. a little fun time with someone mm-hmm. else, a man that we will find out his name's um david D- duncan later on mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. by gary cole mike gary Bra- cole. brady himself mm-hmm. and she's all like come and fuck me you gotta fuck me fast so that no one finds us and you're all like oh my <laughs> god katie holmes what are, what are you getting into Zeno would not Do- approve of this go back to dawson's That's, creek and don't don't drown oh my god go back to the creek go back to the <laughs> creek <laughs> don't do it <laughs> And so, like, then um, Annie goes back outside and is, you know, talking to Wayne. And she, she then 
Jessica comes comes back out and she's all like, oh, Wayne, I've been looking for you everywhere. And he's like, I've just been right here. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, we've got to go back in and talk to daddy. And she has this weird relationship with her dad. Um, Like she kisses yeah. him on the lips. That cr- cr- just creeps me out. I don't know. It's uh, like, I think they're like some of the most wealthy people in the town. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so multiple like weird, stuff weird relationships between parents and children as well get to yeah. yes also annie has this friend um named buddy who like is a mechanic and he's been helping her with a lot of um problems with 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 her car like her card her car door just won't won't shut and she gives him like readings to kind of keep him more optimistic because he has like these sort of depression spells where he just will like freak out and like there's one part where they're in in the car and he just like freaks out and like starts like beating the steering wheel and she's and she's all like calm down and she um she gives him a handkerchief to you know wipe his nose and stuff mm-hmm. and he hangs on to it that will come back in later too yeah um and he's he's having these weird blue diamond vision thing something about a right. blue diamond yeah. and she's like i don't know what that means and it's yeah. something related to his dad and she's yeah. all, she's all she's all like why do you hate your dad so much and like mm-hmm. was there something that he said or did and mm-hmm. um you don't really find out until late later on yeah yeah um but then one night annie is woken up in the middle of the night to this person like strangling her and she's like what the hell is happening mm-hmm. like she she doesn't know what's going on and she checked she checks the clock and she sees that it's a certain time and and it's the next day that she realizes that um jessica has gone missing they don't know where she went and so now there's this mystery of where is jessica and whatever happened to Jessica? Whatever happened, indeed. Let's scare Ooh. Jessica to death. Ooh. Someone might have already. <laughs> and so then, um, she like she has this other vision of Jessica at night. Like she's she's talking to her dog out, out outside, and then like she feels these like raindrops on her hands, and she looks up, and there's Jessica's corpse hanging from a tree like submerged in water it's this this really surreal scene where it's like she's floating above her in this tree and there's yeah it's so creepy and she's like wrapped in chains and stuff and then she has another dream where she's just like walking on the street all by herself like kind of it looks like it's at dusk or something yeah or like early in the morning this and, is a cool, um, cool sequence. I like this. It's really neat. It's very surreal. Yeah. And she she stops by this place, and there's this guy playing the fiddle, and she's like, "What does that have to do with anything?" Mm-hmm. And the police kind of come to her, right? I think, like, because they just can't find. Yeah. yeah they, Jessica. They, you know, they've written her off for so many years. They think she's some like crackpot. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, well, let's go to her because she's like the last resort at this point And, uh, see yeah. if maybe she can. And JK Simmons is really not into it at all. And he's like, this, this is a waste of time. And you know, typical it's JK like Simmons. His first scene though. is so, it's so great. Cause like, she's telling him all this stuff and he's just like, who ate the other donut? Like he's, 
He just doesn't care at all. He's just more concerned about his fucking donuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, <laughs> typical cop. Um, and and so like they're they're really pressuring her to find her, and she's like, I can't work that well under pressure. It's not something that you can force out. And she's like, I just kind of see these flowers. I see this gate. And they're like, well, that doesn't help because, you know, we have so many of these things. And she's like, okay, well, I I have this dream where there's someone playing the fiddle. Is is there some place where people do that? And they're, and they're like, well, there's that one guy. And she's like, okay, well, who lives around him? And they're like, Donnie Barksdale, the guy who's been threatening her and her family. And she's like, yeah. oh, my God. Maybe it's him. So they go to his pond. Valerie says that he's gone fishing. And she's like, um, can y'all hurry this up? Because you said it was just going to take a little while, but it's been two hours and he's going to come home soon. And so they're searching this pond. And at first they just like find this old, like rusty bike. And they're like, that. that's it. But then they dig a little d- deeper. And sure enough, there's Jessica and she is dead and uh donnie has come back he's not happy he like punches annie in the stomach like just Mm. crazy crazy man and he's trying to prove that like he didn't do this but he has these scratches on his arm and he's all like it 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 was a stray cat it didn't like it when i killed it and so just one more reason to just love him he's so lovable yeah and good with um, animals good with people (laughs) yeah so good with children and women just stand up guy <laughs> and uh and uh yeah so they 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 find the body and now it's time for the courtroom drama where everyone's trying trying to prove that Donnie's the killer but the thing is is that they really only found the body because of Annie's gift and because of this small town mentality and everyone thinks that she, she's this witch and that they can't really trust her, you know, she's put on the spot a lot at the court and people just don't believe her. They think it's ridiculous. Like, how did she find this? And, and the, you know, the, the guy that's representing Donnie, he's like, he, he holds his hands behind him at one point when she's on the stand and is like, how many fingers am I holding up? And she's like, it's, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't, you know, that's, it just kind of comes to me as a gift it's not something that i that i can that i can consciously use and he's all like well i like to think that you know if you really had this gift you would have been able to tell your husband not to go into that that uh, to not to go into work the day that the building exploded and stuff like he's just being an asshole you know yeah and so she's just humiliated on the stand but the good news is is that even in spite all of this Donnie does get arrested. It's all mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, because he has somewhere a along the lines though, in in the court scene. I don't remember. But oh name. god, yeah. He, he gets pushed to his limits because at first he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I I did I did slap her, but I did not kill her." And yada yada yada. And the, yeah. at some point, just breaks out, and they're like, "Oh, he must be guilty." So yes. lock him up. Yeah, because it it does come out that Jessica had an affair with Donnie yes. as, as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently she just has sex with everyone in the, in she the, was, in the, in the town. She's a yeah, good at time least, gal. At least Donnie and the other guy, the lawyer dude. Yeah. Right. And, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because, uh, Mr. Duncan is the lawyer 
defending yeah. Annie now. Also, throughout this whole thing, Buddy has like a full-fledged breakdown. Annie just doesn't have time because she's dealing with so much that she just can't really be there f- for him. And one night right. she gets a call from his mom saying that he's like lost it. And so mm-hmm. she goes there and finds him outside having tied up his father and like st- stripped him mm-hmm. and and he's like going to pour gasoline on on him and stuff. Yeah. And like she's all like what are you doing and she's and and he's like whipping him and stuff and and he's just losing his mind and he he starts the fire and his father goes up in flames and then as like as she's trying to restrain buddy she sees the blue diamond on his on his fa- father's st- stomach and it's implied right. that his father was um sexually abusive it's to yeah him. pretty pretty heavily stuff, yeah. implied and at one oh, yeah. point earlier he was trying to get help from her and he's like well when i think about it it makes like i want to touch myself and yada 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 it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty messed up like Absolutely. dark shit here yeah yeah so he goes off to i think an asylum somewhere yeah yeah and then you know the trial goes goes on donnie's locked up but then it's it's strange because then annie starts getting the feeling that maybe donnie didn't actually do it because jessica's spirit appears to her one night like crying in the bathtub Mm -hmm. and like basically telling her that you know it's it's not the right guy and she's like that's weird and wayne's been acting kind of funny too you know he's been uh Mm -hmm. Well, he's having he invites her over and they have little chit chats and he's like breaking down in tears all the time and yada 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 and uh, he's not super sympathetic about the fact that she just lost her husband a while ago and he, he's kind of yeah. like deal with it and uh, like like I have to deal with losing mine and yada 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 and he tries to kiss her and she's like eh, maybe now is not the best time because you're kind of vulnerable and yeah but, well and 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 then she she goes back to Duncan and she's like listen I got a vision that jessica's killer wasn't actually captured so we need to reopen the case and he's like that would make me pretty embarrassed uh because you know i thought it was a pretty clean cut case and she's like well i've been holding on to the to the information that you were fucking jessica so she finally lets that out and is like are you gonna help me and if not then i'll have to open the case myself so clearly she's on her own here and um and then one night she has another dream of um being out outside in the swamp and there's and there's this hand that comes up with this flashlight and like mm-hmm. hits her on the head and she thinks oh yeah. my god like that's another vision of the murder mm-hmm. and she 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 tells Wayne about this and he's like you know what we should do we should drive out there at night and we should try to see if if you just walk around if anything comes back if you get a feeling for anything and then they decide to go out out there by themselves and they're like walking around with the flashlight and stuff and she's getting like certain clues like she she looks at like a tree stump and she sees jessica's corpse being like thrown down on it and stuff and Mm -hmm. and then she 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 gets to the dock and all of a sudden she has like this full-blown image of what happened and what happened was wayne picked her up after the whole 
um, Donnie fiasco at the bar. <laughs> and she basically confronts him and is like, the only reason I'm marrying you is because my dad like likes you. And she, and she throws her ring away and she like takes off her top and is all like, you want to fuck me and stuff. And, and, um, and, and she's like, the only reason I'm like fucking ev- everyone else is because they know how, how, how the fucking you don't. And he gets upset and he strangles her yeah. in this like moment of rage. And so Annie sees the whole, the whole thing. And then Wayne's like, you saw it, right? Like, I had a feeling that if I brought you here, you would know. But you have to understand, like, I'm not a killer. It was just like, it was a moment of rage. And I flipped out and just understand that, you know, like, I don't want to keep doing this. But Annie... Performance from Greg Kinnear there. Oh, yeah. It's It's not not what you expect. Typical, like maniacal killer here's my big no grand plan the whole time i was planning that you know? yeah it's like and i'm so glad you're here because now <laughs> yeah. i'm going to keep killing forever this will be my swamp of death <laughs> ben ben son like you get it ben, ben son, son. <laughs> it's not quite that good really i mean that's a <laughs> wonderful per- performance and piece of writing yeah yeah, yeah. that cannot be usurped um, it's a little more subtle a little more subtle yeah. a little bit if you like subtlety, it's great, you know, yeah. but <laughs> so, and so he's explaining this whole thing. And then she like throws like a fishing net on him mm-hmm. and she like tries to run away. But then he like beats her in the head with a flashlight and she starts to bleed from her head. It's nasty. Yeah. And then as he's going to like finish her off, all of a sudden here comes Buddy just being a little helper comes out of nowhere and saves the day and is all like we should stick him in the trunk and drive to the police and explain everything and while they're in the car she's all like where'd you come from and he and he's like i broke out of the asylum i had to help you because you're the only one that's ever helped me and you know you're you were always there for me and he gives her back the hanky that she gave him earlier on and they get to the police station and she goes in and says, I've got, <laughs> I've got Wayne in the trunk, <laughs> I, I guess. I, we don't really see it, but I guess that's what she said. Um, and they go out, out there and Buddy's gone. He's, he's not in there. So I guess he just ran off into the night or so we think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Annie's talking to um, J.K. Simmons, the sheriff, and she's all like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was great, Buddy save me and and um all this stuff and he and he's like no no he didn't um and we talked to wayne and he's not really quite sure what happened but he didn't see buddy there because buddy died he hung himself in the mental Mm. hospital he's been dead what for three hours i don't know how long he's been dead we don't know (laughs) three whole hours (laughs) and she's like oh my god what and then yeah like then she goes back home and bonds with her kid because he's been upset that she hasn't been really like mourning his father that much it seems like she doesn't talk about him and She's and had they things never, on her they plate. They never go to the thing. Listen, she has a lot going on. Okay, she's 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 been stalked by crazy Keanu Reeves. You know, yeah. she's got she, the hots for Greg Kinnear. K- 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 she she has a very full plate. 
All right. It's like they keep dragging her into their drama. Like she was just trying to live her yeah. life, and they're like, "Here, come tell exactly. tell my fortune." And then she gets wrapped into it yeah. because she knows the stuff she should she shouldn't know, and yada yada yada. And it's yeah, it's a gift and a curse. Really, it, it, that's it is a, it's it is a curse. This is true. This is true. But everything yeah. ends well because they end up going to the uh, the dead husband's grave, and mm-hmm. I guess like having like a family bonding moment. It's you know, yeah. it's cute. It's nice. It's nice. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. It's got a little, yeah. it's got some meat to it. It feels like uh, mm-hmm. almost an adaptation of a book as opposed to just a straight yeah, out does. script. Yeah. Um, well, it's, just, it's such a big ensemble. Like it feels yeah, it's like a big ensemble. Yeah. Like one of those like Steve and King books where there's like 500 characters like mm-hmm. crammed in, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. like, uh, and across town we have this couple and this one. And meanwhile, we have this one here, you know, it's like a lot yeah. of that and stuff. Yeah, and they're all like, pretty big names and stuff too it's, mm-hmm. it's uh yeah they all wanted to work with Raimi yeah and it's a pretty Billy good Bob, I'm sure it's a it's a good like late summer kind of vibe it's uh you know it's got that humid I don't know southern gothic vibe like we talked about and uh, yeah swimming in the swamps and you know it is as refreshing as a mint julep mm-hmm. I've never had a mint julep so I'll take your word for it <laughs> I've had one. It was lovely. Okay. Blanche. Only us southern bells get to enjoy the mint julep. Here we are in the midst of a a crisis. Where's the cheesecake? (laughs) I'll have cheesecake and mint juleps. Mm. That's what we needed in this movie. Blanche. As Annie's sister. Just yeah or aunt or crazy aunt yeah room of clanahan you know times like this when there's murder i bring out the cheesecake <laughs> would you like a sampling of one of my men one of my many 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 men <laughs> and then it's never clear if she's like actually alive or just a ghost the whole time <laughs> you don't know <laughs> Oh, Blanche's ghost. Why not? Hey, it's been 20, 20 years. If they want to remake it, we've got ideas, apparently. We have. We always have ideas. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're not always good ideas, but we have them. No. They're <laughs> overflowing. I like to think they have some merit, but maybe they don't. I think it's on uh, Paramount Plus right now, if you are looking yes, for it. Yes, I believe that's where I watched it. So uh, it's out there. And uh, it's waiting for you. It is. It's a gift and a curse. It is a gift. Yes. I wonder if this was originally called the gift slash the curse. Mm. It's possible. It should have been. It it would have made five more million at the box office. I, I and that would have put or it maybe over five the top. million less. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I, yeah, the I don't know why curse. it didn't. It didn't do very well at all. Whereas what lies beneath did so well. I I I. I yeah. don't know if it was well. The... I guess what lies beneath is a more of a traditional horror film. Like there's more scares. No, um, there's but a it, it more does. Scares. It does have like, and well, and what lies beneath was like a longer movie too, right? Like this is like yeah, it was like two hours and some. This is like yeah, it was over two hour hours. And 50. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's jump scares in what lies beneath, but I still don't think of it as like a horror horror movie. Like it, even six or. Um, 
uh, the Sixth Sense, I think, is more yeah. toward the horror than that one. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't get. Maybe it was just like Har- Harrison Ford against type was just too good for all mm-hmm. audiences to pass up. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe this just wasn't They're marketed like... well either. Who knows? I mean, I remember the TV spots vividly at the at the mm. time, but I mean, I did I didn't go see it when it was out, so I was <laughs> yeah, part I of the either. problem. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I waited for DVD, but you yeah. know. So uh, clearly, the marketing wasn't that gripping, or else I would right. would be like, "Mom, we have to go see the gift this weekend." Right. Maybe there were big things in theaters at the time. It, it was released around Christmas, it looks like. So maybe there was just a lot oh, of other yeah. stuff out there in theaters. Who knows? Yeah, that's kind of the k- kiss of death unless you're like Oscar bait. I think The Grinch was out that year. I remember that was a big commercial Oh, well, hit. fuck that movie. <laughs> Not a great God. movie, but it was a big commercial hit. No. Yeah, that made a lot of money. Don't understand yeah. why. That was what that, that that was the start of the downfall of America, right, right there. <laughs> the Grinch. Okay. I'm tracing it back to The Grinch. Yes. It made $350 million. A lot of money. Oh, God. <laughs> that makes me sick. That makes me so sick to think about. Oh, God. Why? It's always those movies that make so much, and you're like, how? How did everyone yeah. flock to see this? Did you get an Overlook gem? Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, I don't think I've done... God, I hope I haven't. And, you know, it's so hard to tell now. Yeah. Um, I haven't talked about Deep in the Woods, have I? I don't think so. The French one. It's French, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have. I don't think so. But I, 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 you did the pool, but I don't think you did deep in the woods. Okay, yet, good, so. good. Yeah, they're kind of cut from the same cloth. I guess it must have been around the same time, same distributor. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a, a French film, therefore it is art, and it is a kind of a slasher movie slash giallo-ish kind of. Um about these young actors that are headed to an a secluded estate in in the woods where they're performing for a young child a uh, little red riding hood sort of like a pantomime thing little and red someone riding hood. oh yes yeah yes indeed they don't use that song which is unfortunate because you know <laughs> they they're get the french rights. and they're they're classier than that they yeah, use like yeah. you know tchaikovsky or something i don't <laughs> know um and uh yeah, so then uh, they're killed one by one when someone steals the wolf mask, and it's quite interesting. It's it's yeah. it's not like a great movie, but it's very well shot. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty good. Like you said, like the pool, it is it's it's inter- interesting. Yeah, it's... yeah, they they just don't make them like that anymore. They just don't. Yeah. Hmm. And and there's a le- there's a lesbian in it oh so yes, he's after yes. queer representation well it's a, it's Actually, a queer horror film then there you go a lesbian and a i think she's a deaf lesbian or like a mute lesbian or maybe she's yeah. deaf and mute i can't remember it has been a long time since i've seen it but so you get two for the price of one perfect perfect yes so let's like put that out on blu-ray on the blu-ray wish list that sometimes works for us on this yeah. show Throw sometimes it, it comes true every once in a while yeah I could see like Vinegar Syndrome putting it out, maybe, or someone like that. Yeah, we're at the point where it's like the more obscure stuff almost has more of a likelihood of getting a release than like the the like middle ground stuff. I feel, yeah, you know, there's like there's the really weird. popular stuff, and then there's a really obscure stuff, and it seems like 
you have the distributors that are like, oh, well, let's get out the really obscure stuff for whatever reason, because the collectors want it, because the horror people will buy anything. And right. then there's Which the is stuff sad like, but true. <laughs> sad but true. But then there's the stuff like like the gift. Like I, the gift is probably never going to get a uh, 4K release. Maybe it will. There is a Blu-ray release out yeah. there, but um, it's in Australia. You have to like buy it from Australia. But uh, you can follow us, y'all. Facebook, Twitter, HOHH Podcast, Instagram, Homos and Hauntedil, uh, Letterbox. H-O-H-H podcast. We are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thanks for sticking with us as always. And, uh, we'll see if we're back next week or not. We'll see how crazy life is. Uh, you can never and, tell. Uh, we uh, never know. You never know. Um, in the meantime, you know, we're heading into official spooky season here. It's almost fall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's exciting. And, so uh, exciting. Yeah. Um. Anything else to say? I don't got anything. We love you and embrace we, your gifts. I, 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 your gifts. Um, we put up with your curses. I know some of you are do. very cursed, and uh, yeah. So are we. So it's okay. And, we uh, are. Yeah. We've been cursed to do this show forever. <laughs> forever. We're in a we tower thought- <laughs> somewhere, just being forced to do it. We thought we got away from it after 100 episodes, but then they locked us back up in that tower, and they were like, we're, we were like uh, the Kevin Williamson in the 90s. They just locked us up in yeah. that tower. The wine scenes, just they won't let us go. And <laughs> We'll bring you takeout from Nobu if you write the Scream sequel. We're like, okay. That sounds good. Thank you for our scraps. I wrote half this script for the faculty sequel, but I can't do it anymore. <laughs> My fingers fell off. <laughs> they won't work. Javi's been arrested for rape I'm free (laughs) I'm finally free the shackles break (laughs) I wonder if that was the the case yeah (laughs) Thackeray Thackeray Binks and then you just run off into the white light (laughs) that's how this podcast is going to end folks (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus. Bye. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs>